Well, women, it's time for a new perspective on women's health. A time to understand that your greatest wealth is your health. A time to make self-care your number one priority. A time to recognize that good health is the only way to live your best life and do all that you can in this world. So join me on this journey where we'll explore women's health topics from a medical provider's viewpoint. Have conversations about everyday healthy lifestyle options and enjoy interviews with other well women we can all learn from. It's time to demystify women's health and learn practical ways to apply self-care to every part of our lives. This is the Well Woman Lifestyle Podcast, and I'm your host, Michelle Broad, certified women's and adult nurse practitioner, daughter, wife, mother, and all-out women's health enthusiast. So you ready to start the journey? Let's go. Hi, and welcome back another mini-sode 2A on our continuation of self-care. And today we're going to be talking about how we sabotage our own health. So for me, I'm sitting here in my home office, I'm going to grab my tea and we're going to dive right in. Okay, ladies. So today's topic is all about how we sabotage our own health. And this is an important topic to look at because it happens to so many of us And I think that it just needs to be addressed and we don't like the word sabotage and we don't like to look at ourselves a lot. So we tend to not go there. And I know that for many of us, we are so used to things not going our way that we've built up this protective mechanism in ourselves. And how we do it is by ruining things for ourselves before we let others ruin them. Okay. Some of us do it a lot. And it's something that I think we need to all address and look at ourselves because many times those of us ladies who sabotage our health, we're doing it and we're driven by unconscious reasons. Yet we think that we're justifying them by meaningful means. Simply put ladies, we screw up our health without even realizing it. So I wanted to address those topics today because there's a lot of us out there that are hard on ourselves and that we tend to sabotage our own success as it concerns our health or otherwise, whether it's our business relationships, and we just need to figure out, you know, why, because if we don't, then we can't move ahead in the self-care journey. A lot of us get stuck in, um, unsuccess, if that's even a word, by this um, self-sabotaging that we do to ourselves. So I'm going to talk today about ways that we do that. First of all, we self-sabotage ourselves by not being objective. You know, we don't ever want to step back and take a look at ourselves, ladies. A lot of us don't. It's kind of like there's a lot of people who, if they're overweight, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but they look in the mirror and they only see themselves from the neck up. They've stopped seeing themselves from the waist down because they don't want to be objective with themselves. And objectivity doesn't have to be hurtful. You know, we just need to know where we've been and where we want to go. And if where you want to go has not been successful, you know, by the things that we've done in the past, then you need to look back at the past, be objective with yourself and be able to say what didn't work so that you can change it. If we don't sit and um, analyze things that we've tried and said, yeah, that worked great. I'm going to continue doing that or no, that really didn't get me to where I want to go. So I'm going to change the course. So you need to be objective and it doesn't have to be 
being objective to a hurtful point. Okay. It just means being strong enough to look at where you've been and kind of saying is where you've been gotten you to where you want to go. The next thing is ladies, I want you to learn to embrace your imperfections. You know, like we said in last episode, there's no such thing as perfectionism and we all have imperfections and we just are going to have to accept those and work out ways to move around them. And, you know, the best thing that you can do, I want you to get is critique, constructive critique, that is, and feedback. And a lot of us have trouble asking for feedback because we really don't want to hear it. I I get that. You know, we as women, we, we ask questions and sometimes we really don't want to hear the truth, right? You ask your friend, hey, does this dress make me look fat? Do you really want her to tell you that, yeah, it makes you look fat? Or do you want her to tell you it makes you look beautiful even though she doesn't think so? And most of the times, you know, as friends, we don't want to be hurtful. So we're not going to necessarily say the truth. Some of us do, but some of us don't. And I think we need to embrace, you know, telling each other um, the truth, but in a loving manner. So here's the thing. When you're looking for constructive feedback or constructive criticism, pick out a few people that you really trust with your heart to give you that feedback in a loving way. Because there are certain people that just don't have the capacity to do that. And they can be hurtful without even meaning to be that way. So pick your um, constructive feedback partners, you know, in a very strategic manner. And I have a few girlfriends that I know that I can go to no matter what and ask them for their honest opinion and they will give it to me, but they do it in a loving manner. And it is so much easier to accept it that way than when somebody's like just, you know, all up in your crack about things and really is just meaning to be hurtful and spiteful and to just dump all over you. None of us really need that, right? Okay. The next thing that how we're, how we sabotage our health is that we tend to be way too gullible. Okay. We always think that the grass is much greener on the other side of the fence because we're looking at it from over here. But the thing about this ladies is that, you know, we don't look at the grass being greener on the other side because of all the hard work that went into it for that person. Okay. And that's happens in society too. We see very successful people and we go, Oh my gosh, they must've just got successful overnight. And I want to be just like them. And I want it to happen overnight. And if you really hear their story, it took them years to get where they did a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears went into where they are today. So don't be so quick to be gullible thinking that everything is, um, is greener on the other side, because a lot of times it's not. A lot of hard work goes into anything, ladies, anything that's worthwhile. I want you to be realistic about your health goals and break it down into mini goals, because this is another thing that really trips up a lot of us. We set these, um, as Darren Hardy calls it, big, hairy BHAGs, big, hairy, uh, is it? Oh, big, hairy, uh, ostentatious goals. I think something like that. And they're so big and they're so far from where we are currently that realistically, you're never going to make it there. If you're 50 pounds overweight, don't sit there and say, I'm going to lose 25 pounds in a week. It's just not going to happen. Set yourself up for things that can act that you can actually attain in a short period of time. Things that are not going to take 3000 years to accomplish. Okay. Do small short term things because as you reach each of those successes, it's going to fuel you forward to wanting to reach more and more and more. Okay. So mini goals is the answer. Then break it down either weekly or daily, and then reward yourself for goodness sakes. You know, when you've accomplished some of those things that were hard for you, um, then be happy, celebrate, go get yourself a mani-pedi or do something fun. 
The next thing is I want you to stop being selfish. Okay. And this is a big one and it may sound contrary to popular belief, but a lot of people think, and especially women, that they sabotage their health and they're doing what they're doing um, for the good of their family. Okay. I don't have time to go exercise or do this or that because I've got to take my kids to this soccer game, that soccer game, and I've got to be doing all this kind of stuff. And, you know, I just don't have time for me. Well, that's very counterproductive because if you don't take care of you and you get sick, who's going to be there to do all those things? So you need to stop being selfish and you need to start saying that you are just as important to take care of as you're putting all that effort into taking care of other people. You need to be doing that for yourself. Then I want you to, um, to go easy on yourself, ladies. You know, it's no big deal if you feel uncomfortable in new situations or starting new things. We've all been uncomfortable at one time or another. If you're starting a new workout routine at the gym, it's not going to be easy. I went to the Zumba class, um, what was it, a couple weeks ago, and it was tough. I mean, man, she did like 17, no, seven new dance moves in like an hour and a half in this class. And I was just tripping all over my feet. Number one, I'm not, I don't have great rhythm when it comes to doing routines right off the bat. But you know what? I went to the back of the room and I just followed along the best I could. And I gave myself permission to go easy on myself and said, hey, this is the first Zoom class you're taking, Michelle. You're not going to get all seven dance moves down in an hour and a half. At least I can't. I'm just not that coordinated. And I have to admit that to myself and say, it's okay, right? So I'll keep going back and I'll keep trying. Because ladies, here's the thing. What's the worst that can happen if you're starting something new? I'm going to tell you. It's one of two things. Either you're going to fail miserably, which will be somewhat embarrassing. Yes, but won't be the end of the world. You'll stand back up. You'll take another deep breath. You'll learn from your mistakes and you're going to try again. Or you'll succeed and you'll be proud of your accomplishments and you're going to move on to the next task. So really in my book, there is no such thing as failure as long as you try. That's what I tell myself and that's what I'm telling you all. The next thing I want you to do is kind of start being brave. I want you to bolster up your confidence and take practice and start asking questions. You know, a lot of times we self-sabotage ourselves because we are in new situations and we get embarrassed to ask questions and to find out the answers. Like, how do you do that? Or, you know, this isn't working for me. So be brave, step out of your comfort zone, try something new and ask some questions. Then I want you to stop being you know, so down on yourself and having such low self-esteem if that's your case. All right. Um, you know, when you're not as trusting in your abilities as you should be, that can prevent you from doing a lot of things. So I want you to feel confident in yourself, ladies, so much so that you are willing to go out there and conquer whatever it is you want to conquer. Okay. I have a lot of, a lot of self low. I have some self-esteem issues too, around certain things. You know, I'm just not really good at, you know, going out on the water and stuff like that, but I try it anyways. You have to just conquer those things that, you know, that you are so-called afraid of because really fear is just fear of false evidence appearing real. So we conjure up these things in our brain, right? And we think the worst before they even happen. And we allow those fears to prevent us from moving forward. Okay. Other ways that we self-sabotage ourselves are, for instance, you are starting off on a new nutritional plan and a new exercise plan. And before you've even started, you've got the thought pattern of saying, I've tried all this stuff before and it's never worked. When you start saying those kind of things to yourselves, ladies, your brain is interpreting that and you're going to set yourself up for failure before you even start. I can guarantee you that. 
So no matter whether you failed 9,000 times before, I want you to stop right there. I want you to tap your forehead and swipe it like you're going to erase it out of your mind. Tap and erase, tap and erase. Get rid of it and start from today. Each day, ladies, is God's blessing of starting a new day. It's new. That's why it's called today. The past is the past and tomorrow's the future. Today is the gift. So start fresh. Ask questions if you don't know what you're doing. Don't be afraid to try new things because you think you're not going to be good at it. Everybody has to start somewhere. So muster up that courage. Don't think that the grass is greener on the other side because it's not. Okay. Start putting yourself first. Embrace your imperfections and start being objective with yourself. Start looking at why you do the things that you do. Okay. If you have not accomplished things in your life that you thought you would be, ask yourself the question, why? Why haven't I got where I've got, where I've wanted to go and see what comes up. Be honest with yourself. No one else is taking note. Nobody's going to read your notebook, your journal, whatever. You can even go out and burn it so no one ever sees it. But we have to start 2018 off, ladies, and start the self-care journey by asking those questions. You know, where have we been? Has it been sustaining us? Has it been getting us to where we want to go? And if it hasn't, then we've got to be brave enough to change the course. Because my mom always taught me this, and I've taught my kids this over the years, and I'm even, you know, I've had to embrace it myself, and sometimes it is a challenge. But here's the thing, ladies. We get what we allow. If you don't want something in your life, then you need to get rid of it. It's up to you. You know, you can't change, we can't change other people or their, their words or their actions or anything else. The only people, the only person that we can change is ourselves. So if you're allowing things in your life that you don't want to be there, then you need to want be the one to get rid of them and clean it out. If you haven't gotten to the places that you want to be, it's because things and you've allowed things in your life to come up that took you off course. And maybe they took you off course for a lot of good reasons. Sometimes we get so down on ourselves because we're not where we think we should be, you know, and, but if you look back, look at all the blessings that have come in your life up to that point, things that would have never come into your life had your path been steered down to different things. I'm a big believer in fate and things happen for a reason. We're all on this journey together. It's different for each and every one of us, but we're on it together. And I'm so honored to be on it with you. So today I want you to look at, do you self-sabotage yourself in your relationships, in your health, in your business, anywhere in your life, and start to really be objective with yourself and honestly look at, you know, where you've been and where you're at and where you want to go in all areas of your life. Because like we said last time, Self-care is a combination of looking at all the things in your external life that affect your internal life and your internal life that affects your external life, okay? It's about your mind, body, and soul all coming together, being healthy both mentally and spiritually and physically as a totality because we are a total. We're not the sum of parts. So I hope you got something out of today's mini-sode and I hope your day is truly blessed. And until we talk again, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. 